With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, so this is a quick preface to this episode. This episode I originally recorded with Airman Toronto about the Draymond Green Jordan Poole altercation, but it was after the press conferences with Steph, Bob Myers, and Steve Kerr, but before <laughs> the video uh, that got leaked to TMZ of Draymond punching Jordan Poole in practice before that actually came out. So real quick, I just want to talk about that. Um, if you haven't seen the video, well, I'm, I'm guessing you probably have, but if you haven't, go take a look if you want. <laughs> it's It's definitely out there and it's going to be out there for a long time. So if you don't see it today, you'll see it tomorrow, next week, in three months, whatever. It's going to to linger, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But basically what happens is it looks like the Warriors are scrimmaging. There's some of the young guys, I think Lester Quinones and uh, Ryan Rollins just off in the corner and probably a stoppage in play. Can't really see much because it was taken from afar from like a cell phone. And Draymond and Jordan Poole presumably are jawing at each other. Draymond gets up in Jordan Poole's face and Jordan Poole just pushes him to get him out of his face. And then Draymond isn't having it. And he just winds up and clocks Jordan Poole in the face, right? Which I think is just a ridiculous thing because if you punch someone in the face, you risk breaking your hand or damaging it in some way. You know, it was worse than I thought it uh, was supposed to have been, you know, like I wasn't even sure if it was a punch or a shove or whatever, if it was in the face or whatnot. But uh, this this is, you know, this makes it worse. I had thought that the Warriors had done a really good job of getting ahead of it and handling it internally. I say on this episode that I'm really, really glad that there was no video of it because that in this media climate in this modern day social media world will just haunt them and linger for a very, very long time. And now it's out. And, you know, the Warriors, they tried to just kind of kill the story and they were doing a decent job of it. But now this is, this is why I was so happy there was no video, but now it's out there and we're going to see the results of that, right? Because you're going to get everyone's knee-jerk reactions. Everybody's going to talk about it. It's going to turn into like memes or it's going to show up whenever the Warriors lose, whatever, you know, whenever there's a problem. So you could understand why Steve Kerr, Steph Curry were so upset, Bob Myers too, right? Because for one, you just don't do that. Right? You're uh, one of the elder statesmen and you're 10 years older almost than Jordan Poole and you're you're bigger and stronger than him, you know? I say in this episode that maybe it was just a flex in front of the young kids that he just was not going to take this from Jordan Poole. Maybe he would take some trash talking, but he wasn't going to take like Jordan Poole putting hands on him, right? So... You know, just Draymond asserting his alphaness. The argument 
of this kind of thing happening in practice amongst competitive guys that that's fine that's fine i totally totally get that and you know stuff happens but just the fact that it's out and it becomes such like a talking point and a distraction right because for one steph always talks about how hard it is to win a title and beyond just like the personal stuff of like you know whatever this this thing happening it's like why (laughs) why you got to do this to create such a uh weird start to the season such a strange like narrative i mean even the press conference steph was like you know this is what people want to hear about what they're going to talk about we're not talking about basketball we're not talking about the good times of being in tokyo japan all that stuff uh we're talking about this situation my question is who leaked the video right because it seems like it's taken from those seats above the practice floor and i'm sure they'll figure out who it was because those seats are never full and there's not like a ton of them i think there's like two or three rows of seats so they'll find out i wonder if it was a person in the words organization somebody you know that was just visiting somebody who's affiliated with player representation who knows you know was it press whatever. If it was press, then I don't think they would sell it to TMZ. I think it would have just come out, but TMZ pays a pretty penny, probably (laughs) more than some of these uh, journalist outlets, unfortunately. Moving forward, like, you know, to me, this almost guarantees that Jordan Poole is going to get his extension (laughs) before the uh, October deadline. You would almost assume that they just want to squash this any way they can. And I feel like they were going to try to sign pool in October, but even more so now, because now like you don't want another thing lingering, like another player in limbo, not to say that Draymond's going to be in limbo all season, but we'll see how this plays out. Right. Right now it just isn't, isn't good. Like they have to come out strong and Draymond has to come out uh pool And the organization just has to say, like, we're handling this inside. You know, this is a team thing. You know, the video got out. It's unfortunate, but we've all seen worse, you know, something like that. And then move forward. It's up to them, up to those like three entities to see how this goes, right? (laughs) Draymond's going to get crazy uh, numbers on his podcast. But like I say in this episode, it really depends on on Pool how he reacts. We don't know how he is with these kinds of things. So, you know, I don't want to get too much into that, but we do talk about that here. But just wanted to address the fact that this episode was recorded before this video came out. So I definitely think the video makes it worse and stretches the life of this whole story. Uh, so, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. You know, disappointed in Draymond, you know, we talk about that. Uh, even more so after seeing it. And, you know, it's just, it's just a shame, you know, I'll have more thoughts as things move forward. Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick and I'm joined for the first time this preseason by my good friend, Aram in Toronto. What's up, Aram? Not much. I mean, nothing's happening in Warriors land right now. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just glad to be here on a very, very average day in Warrior land. Yeah, I mean, average in some sense. Uh, yeah, so, I guess so. 
So uh, I wanted to talk specifically, of course, about uh, Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Um, you know, some reporting has come out uh, after the Warriors addressed it, press conference and everything about, about what happened. Uh, not super detailed, but it pretty much seems that, uh, you know, it was just one of those heat of the moment talking smack to each other, uh, and then Draymond just uh, escalated and, and punched, smacked, whatever, uh, Jordan Poole. And from what I've heard and, and read is that, you know, you know Bob Myers talked to him and they're going to handle everything in-house. Some people speculating that no suspension, maybe fines, um, and or maybe a fine, and that they just, you know, told him that, that uh, they were disappointed. Uh, Steve Kerr, Andre Godala, uh, Steph Curry came out in defense of Jordan Poole. There's that tweet by Chris Haynes that went out yeah. saying that sources said that, yeah. you know, Poole had been like acting uh, all highfalutin or whatever, uh, you know, because he was going to get paid and whatnot. And, and everybody had refuted that. And, you know, to be honest, I found that to be really weird. And everybody on Twitter, including myself, was like, Oh, that's got to be straight from clutch. (laughs) (laughs) But um, anyway, let me ask you, like, what do you, I mean, what's your impression of this whole uh, rigmarole? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little bit hard to try to find where it lands. I mean, I, I, I think the first thing that I think of is that um, Bob Myers was kind of saying like, we wish this didn't get out. Right. Um, Cause I, it's a, you can't help but make co- comparisons to 2018 with the uh, KD and Draymond situation, which, mm-hmm. you know, that was different because it was extremely visible. Right. Um, we have a history of uh, dust ups with Draymond green. Um, <laughs> yet at the same time, I think that uh, Bob Myers and everybody said like, these are things that happen. Um, mm-hmm. These are highly competitive people. Um and it's hard to say how much, you know, are, have they, have they focused, you know, and trying to get out in front of it and control the narrative, blah, 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 uh, mm-hmm. to make this not about the contracts, even right. if that somehow is actually informing this, right? Like, I mean, right. how, you know, I, I think, I think all of us kind of jump to that conclusion and be like, well, mm-hmm. it's gotta be at least a little bit, right? Because, right you know, at, the, at, at media day, Draymond addressed it. Um, you know, Poole was very, uh, you know, he, he brushed it off. Um, so I, I, I don't, I actually don't know where to land in it. I mean, if, if I, I would say that these are competitive people, this stuff kind of happens. I think that any high stress environment, um, you will have disagreements. Mm-hmm. Clearly they all addressed it too, that, he took it too far and you can't do that kind of thing. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I guess I'm like moving on be beyond, I mean, I don't think they're going to put out much more information. I think they've right. made efforts to handle this differently than they did in 2018, keeping mm-hmm. it more internal. They didn't put out a press release like they did um, in 2018. And that was like, you know, detailing things. I mean, so much of that was also like damage control with, with KD, right? Which right, I right. think in a way, you know, it shows that they have more confidence in the situation um, and more 
kind of control or trust with Jordan Poole as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, it's a better situation with Draymond as well. So I guess, I guess my main thing that I'm taking, um, away from this is, uh, you know, w- that history with Draymond, what is the breaking point with him? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I, throughout the entire dynasty, people would ask, well, who's your favorite player? I would say Draymond Green, right? Cause He's kind yeah. of like the unexpected favorite player, right? And I, I even, you know, I don't have that many like player jer- player jerseys, but uh, but he's <laughs> his is one of them, right? And yeah. so last night, I was I was telling I was telling my wife that this is what happened. She's like, "Do you still like Draymond Green?" And like, is <laughs> any time he does something or says something, she'll always say, "Do you still like him?" <laughs> so I I I mean. I mean that's within my own family, but but I'm but I'm really curious. Like, do you, uh, either as Patrick or as Bob Myers, as Joe Lacob, do you have a breaking point with him? I mean, I think I don't know if it's a breaking point at this stage in his career. I think it would be more of like you weigh the pros and cons. I mean, I guess that's similar, right? But breaking point just connotes to me like, okay, I've had enough. You're gone, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's just um, one of those things. I mean, we've talked, we all know Draymond is the heart and soul of this team. And without him, they don't win these titles. And what he brings in those 16 games um, is uh, 16 wins that you need to to win a championship is is huge. And we saw what the Warriors were like without him. Uh, last season when he had the 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 leg and the the back issue between half we even saw what what we were like with with him being not good like in yeah. in like game two in the finals right <laughs> yeah or, game, or is it game three sorry game three i think so it was game three. yeah so maybe he can't give you all 16 games as a 16 game player anymore maybe he can give you well like you said it's like, 16 wins so, you yeah. know, they're, gonna, they're, they're gonna lose some right so yeah but you know and I've always said like they're kind of listless without him, right? That's what happened when he was out last season with the the injury. But I've also said that, you know, Draymond is never leaving because Steph will not have it, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, not that he's going to put his foot down, but everybody just knows that if he's gone, Steph wouldn't like that. Right. And so it just becomes a game of literal numbers, but do you think that's true? Do you think that's actually true? I mean, you know, I mean, with you, you see Draymond's drift with uh, with Clutch, and you know, he's a, he's a new media guy. He he's got new his media. own designs on things. He is the new <laughs> media, right? So, I mean, like I, I I think that you know he listens to Steph. I think Steph has, and rightfully so, has a lot of influence in the organization, um, and. But but I think if Draymond wanted to go do something else, be somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if know. he wanted to go somewhere else. I mean, but what I was going to say is that I think, uh, you know, uh, hearing and seeing clips of Steph, like, not, you know, being happy about this situation, um, I think that if it's clear that Draymond starts becoming more of a negative, then he'd be okay with it, right? And this isn't mm. me saying, like, oh, he punched Jordan Poole, Draymond should be gone. But like, you know, you can, you can see that, that happening. Right. 
And I've always thought that Draymond will ultimately play at least one season with LeBron James. <laughs> Maybe I haven't said it on this podcast, but I've kind of thought it for a while. Um, and, and how odd is that to see that? I mean, because I, I, I feel that way too. I feel that way too. And I, I don't think it's happening on the Warriors. So, um, yeah. I mean, you know, like I, I will say that I, I do agree that um, I'm really glad it didn't happen in front of cameras or yeah. during a game. Uh, and they do have control of this. They can not talk about it anymore. But the real question about like the repercussions, it's tough because like, I don't know Jordan Poole. We've never seen him deal with something like this. How does he handle it? Is he cool? Or is it going to linger with him and the team? Is it going to linger with him and Draymond? Uh, if it doesn't, if he can like get past it, then then fine. I don't think we know that part of his personality enough. I mean, obviously we don't know him personally, but we don't know that part of him uh, yeah. through the media or through his um, adversity. His, his adversity has been like on the court, just like trying to find a place to stick on a team and then consistently improve. And so um, I think yeah. that's really where it, where it comes down. And I got to say, man, like, I'm I'm disappointed in the in Draymond in the sense that uh you know the 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 old line like um you know he's a leader uh he should know better I mean I feel like we've heard those two concepts leader should have known better a few times you know during his his run you know yeah. and that's the thing that's that's really uh unfortunate who knows you know I had this hypothesis in my mind just like maybe uh, uh pool was getting the better of him on the court maybe pool was getting the better of him in the trash talking and there's a lot of uh youngins on this team on the court yeah. watching and Draymond's an alpha so <laughs> you know maybe he was just instinctually or intentionally <laughs> asserting uh uh maybe flexing a little bit and uh to to show he's still on top Again, yeah. completely conjecture. I'm making stuff up like yeah. I'm writing a screenplay. But you know, <laughs> it's uh, no, no, I, scaring the kids. I, I mean, I, I, I really do think that like nobody should be surprised at this point. You know, like again, uh, shouldn't have hit him. But, um, but I also think you know, talking about Jordan Poole, you know, he is a very confident, uh, cocky young guy. Um, that's what's helped him drive him to this point where he's made himself into a player. Um, you know, anybody who talks that much in that way, I'm assuming that this is not the first time he's gotten smacked in the face <laughs> for doing this. You know what I'm saying? So it's sure. kind of like, you know, like it is a big deal. It shouldn't have escalated yet. At the same time, I, I, I do trust the line that Myers and, and everybody who came out and talked today is like, this is kind of part of it. You yeah. know, like whether whether it's, uh, um, you know, you and me working on a project and you know, it's really stressful or, yeah. you know, some guys down at the gym, like the best of friends, sometimes you can get into it. Right. So yeah. and and and, you know, part of me is like, you know what, that's OK <laughs> as long as you figure it out. Right. In the end. And I think that that's what they're doing right now. And it's not to be an apologist for them, but I just don't think it's that. Deep, much deeper than that and whether Draymond was gonna leave or is going to leave I don't know that this has that much bearing on it I would also say too that I completely agree with your point is like if he's still productive 
then he'll still be on the team. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And like, that's what it comes down to. Like ultimately they're aside from all of this drama, they all want to win. Right. And yeah. if that happens, then they'll make it, they'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's funny. Cause like just seeing everything that we saw through the media and from watching the preseason games and like all the fun stuff that the Warriors were doing in Japan, um, it was like, wow, this is a great team building <laughs> exercise, right? They're all like hanging out, doing stuff, petting animals, playing with swords, all this jazz, right? And then, um, and then this, you know, kind of puts a, eh. but again, I, I kind of think it, it is just like a, like uh, an inter-team tussle during a practice you know, during like, but you know what, you you bring up a good point, and this is something I was thinking about too. Is like, you know, um. Like if you've ever made that trip back from Asia, like the jet lag, you're not yourself for a, for a while, you know, <laughs> like I don't, you know, I don't think that's nothing. I mean, it's more of a joke, but, but it's right. kind of true. You're, you're kind of out of it. And like, when did they get back? They got back on like Monday, right? And this yeah, happened yeah. on Wednesday? No, like, Sunday. They got back Sunday because Kaminga oh, said okay. he, he posted on his Instagram that he had two Sundays. Sunday. That's right. They left on Sunday and they got back on Sunday. But that's what I'm saying, right? It's a little weird. It kind of, you know, messes with your head a little bit, at least for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, I I personally, obviously, like, you know, have no real idea. Like I said, a couple minutes ago, I I really think it depends on on how pool reacts mentally to this. But um, if for all intents and purposes, we've seen him be be able to just like shrug off anything. Right. Um, And like you said, he's probably, you know, if you, if he dishes it that much, he's probably taking it. So uh, I think that I'm hoping that uh, I'll will it into existence that he'll just kind of move on from it and we're all good. I don't necessarily find this too troublesome. Like the more that, you know, we heard about it, the more we've heard Warriors reps, uh, Kerr, Steph Myers talk about it. And, you know, it'll be interesting when Draymond talks about it on his podcast for the new media. (laughs) Um, A lot of downloads on that episode. But but no, let me let me ask you, though, because, uh, you know, you you mentioned um, there was the I guess guess it was the Chris Haynes tweet about sources say that Jordan Poole has been acting this way or that. I think it was Jay Williams like this will be Draymond's last year. You know, like there there is like this kind of media. Uh, interest and media sharks circling this and and um, you know hey you know it's uh, the NBA Twitter is back and forth right but I I mean it's 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 funny I I mean I actually just wanted to tell a story is that like when I woke up this morning um, you know I checked my phone it was 6 30 in the morning and uh, I got a notification and this is a real sign of like this kind of just all this like clickbait and, and, and media circling around this it says and you know how like the notification just shows up in a little like partial sentence on mm-hmm. your uh, in a little rectangle and it says yeah. uh, warriors wave Draymond Green <laughs> and I was like and it was like 6 30 in the morning that's like the first thing i saw in the morning and i was like wait what is the source of this and it's some site that i've never heard of right of course and then i was like because because so, at first i was like oh, no um why would they do that and uh and then i was like wait a minute like i don't know who this source is and then i was also thinking about like spree latrell spreewell choked 
the coach and they didn't wave him. <laughs> like, so there's well, no way, there's no way he's Draymond Green is getting waved. They're at least yeah. going to trade him for, uh, you know, sure. some, uh, some yeah. package from the Lakers. <laughs> Yeah, for Ben Simmons. Now, what publication was that? And was I can't it, even like, find it now. Oh, okay. You know, it was just like somehow it wormed its way into my phone, and uh, <laughs> when I and it knew when I woke up. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just kind of weird to the point where, like, you know, I almost feel and not to play a victim, but like the the media there, and not to put them all in one, but there are media outlets that totally. are feasting on the drama and also like to push that somehow this team will break up. Yeah. I mean, they're always looking for that. I mean, they were hopping on that when um, it happened with KD in front of the uh, Clippers crowd, you know, <laughs> like, um, so it's always going to be the narrative. They're just trying to sink their teeth into all that stuff. And, you know, that's why, again, the fact that there's no footage of it, no video, no photos. Like that's huge because then that just extends the life on social. That extends it, it makes yeah. it go viral, it creates the yeah. memes. Right now, people have to go find separate photos of Jordan Poole and Jamon Green to to make funny stuff on uh, for Instagram and, and whatever. So I think that you know, getting out in front of it and, and just kind of addressing it head on, and then uh you know moving on from it ideally hopefully right because Draymond hasn't said his piece Jordan Poole hasn't I don't think he's talked to the media so um you know it'll still have a little bit but I'm curious to see if they just kind of like move on from it or if yeah you know Draymond Green like goes on some explanation of what he did and could say something like very Draymond-esque like you know I apologize to the team but I would do it again. You know what I mean? Like I can see him saying something like, I don't take it back. Cause he, he said in the past, I never have regrets. And I'm like, well, you are a very unique individual because everybody eventually does. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. If they do check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I think I'm going to have to put my money on Jimmy G and the Niners. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. But you bring up Sriwan Carlissima, right? And that like that's that's funny to me too because I was thinking about that last night, and that just obviously totally different, um, completely different actually. But the same kind of like knee jerk reaction, like obviously there's no Twitter back then, but just the headline like ah, violence in practice, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, beyond it being different, it just also shows the kind of honestly like the organization the the warriors have like the the savviness it's 25 years after Spreewell. um but uh you know like they were just in control of it and again having someone like andre godala that's exactly why you sign him not for stuff on the court so much anymore right yeah. it's for like not that this was anticipated, but just for those moments where you need the adult in the room, you need someone to be like, no, 
Yeah, and he has the confidence and the 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 weight to to say these things, right? Like Dante DiVincenzo is not going to say that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Makes me thankful for the uh, I guess the culture that the Warriors do have, not to just be just a a homer, but like legit, they knew how to deal with it because they've dealt with it before. And um, you know, again, hopefully you just just move on. But uh, if I'm one of the vets, though, I'm like, like come on, man. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? Man? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And, um, and, and bit, it is a bit exasperating. For sure. and, and, and there is no way for me to say if, if it has anything to do with Draymond's contract situation, you know, he said all the right things who knows? Cause we don't know all the variables, but obviously that's what they're going to run with until someone says it's not that. I mean, the contract stuff is real. Um, there is mm-hmm. kind of a deadline coming up i think it's uh i think it's like october 17th like sometime before the season starts which is that week right i mean and and that's the deadline for jordan Poole to get an extension so um mm-hmm. you know or I, it has think, to, if he doesn't get it then it goes to the off season right yeah, yeah yeah so um you know there's the tyler hero um contract extension which kind of escalated or pushed the ceiling up so, mm-hmm. so what, what, I mean, you know, I, I think before that people were talking about the Brunson, the Anthony Simons right, uh, contracts, um, yeah, uh, even the RJ Barrett one, mm-hmm. um, but the Tyler Hero one, did that surprise you a little bit? And, and, and do you think that that's going to throw them for a loop? Um, I mean, I think, uh, like it's terrible timing, um, just like that, you know, cause you know, I, I did an episode with Vubang uh, last season where we redrafted that 2019 draft. And honestly, like, I think, I mean, <laughs> it's a Warriors podcast. We had, and this is when Poole was playing really well. Like, we had him, like, top four, right, I think, um, with, like, uh, Zion with big asterisk at that point, and then John Morant, Darius Garland, uh Maybe somebody else in the mix. I forgot the order, but I had him ahead of Hero. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think Hero is good, but I think he has a lower ceiling, and he's never going to be that guy. And I think Pool can be eventually. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not 100 percent like Pool's going to be like a five time All Star type of guy, but um, regardless, like I think that's where the bar is because he's at the top of you know he's in that range of his his draft class. So in terms of a loop, uh, maybe, maybe, but, uh, we, we talked about this before, right? If, if we, um, looked at the three guys that everybody talks about this season, Draymond, Poole and Wiggins in terms of extensions, you know, I, I, I want to keep them all right. That's all that obviously, but I've said that pool is important because, uh, with an aging Steph, aging clay with clay, with two really, really tough injuries, Poole is the only guy in the league I know of who can play both of their positions in the Warriors yeah. offense. There's other guys who have the ability to it, but they haven't been in it for three years, you know? So I think the ability to plug him in and not miss a beat, the ability to plug him in when Steph tweaks his ankle or Clay needs a rest day. Uh, I think that's huge, not just for this coming season and the next season after that, but like just until those guys retire. They kind yeah. of need him <laughs> as long as you have the Splash Brothers, right? So I think that's important. And, you know, people talk about 
the the uh, the salary cap going up or whatever. And you know, like pool is, I think pool could be worth it. Tyler Hero is is not that contract. Like he's not going to take anything like way less than that. I, I can't yeah. imagine, you know, no. uh, he helped the team win a title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tyler Hero kind of choked <laughs> in the playoffs for, from what I recall. Right. So um, I, I would I would uh, I would say they they give it to him. And I mean, you risk. Right. Like if you don't do it now, what if like knock on wood, it doesn't happen. But what if Clay misses a bunch of games? Mm-hmm. And then Poole ends up averaging like 24 points in those games, right? Or yeah. like for the season. I mean, how much are you, like he's going to get an offer, right? Everybody jokes about like Orlando, right? yeah. <laughs> but they have enough guards, I thought. But hey. You know. I, no, I completely agree. I, I, I think that I think it'll get done. I, th- I think it is probably setting a, a market that they probably don't feel great about, but for all the reasons you list, I, I, I think they got to do it. Yeah. It may change their strategy with probably Wiggins um, in that, which may have been their strategy all along just to like play that out. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, they do have more coverage with, mm-hmm. with Wiggins, you know, they yeah. can see how Moody plays the season. That's somebody who's kind of waiting uh, on the wings, no pun intended, um, you know, Kaminga is there too, right? So, yeah. um, to to kind of do some of the things that that Wiggins does, um, I mean, it's a little hard for me to think that they would l- just let him go for nothing, but uh, maybe they get a trade exception for him or something like that. But, yeah. um, I mean, you know, you let the 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 math people work that out. But, um, but yeah, I think they get it done. I, I think it'll happen. Um, they've clearly prioritized it. So, and, and I think, you know, aside from all the, the, the dust up, I think they're playing it right, right. That Mm -hmm. pool is priority. Um, and they'll kind of wait and see is Draymond gonna hold up over the whole season. Right. Right. Um, and then, and then I think probably secretly their, their hope is that like, well, maybe Wiggins will come back for a little bit less, you know what I mean? For ten million a year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Given that uh, Bobby Bonilla contract, you know, they pay him a yeah. uh, million dollars a year until like twenty fifty or whatever. You know, uh, that makes me think of something else too. When Draymond signed this most recent contract, uh, I remember thinking—I forgot what year he signed it, but it may have been after. It was uh, after 2019. 2019. The, yeah. the, okay. So after they lost the finals, yeah. um, there was, I was like, oh, great. Now they have him locked in and they can trade him towards the end. <laughs> right? Like that is actually the thought I had because, you know, we've never known like how Draymond's body will hold yeah. up, how his game will, will age. And that's been justified because he's, he missed three and a half months. Um, his first real injury, but probably won't be his last. Uh, his some of his effectiveness on the offensive end still is is getting worse. So you know, um, but I don't say that so much about Draymond. But like with any long term contract, you can you know move it right. Like if yeah, yeah. hypothetically, if you sign Pool, and then what if 
Moody starts actually settling in more as a two guard in terms of like where he fits in the future, then there you go. You know, maybe yeah. you can move him. I don't, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't think that will happen because I think Poole's game is so different from Moody's, but it's, it's something, right? It's something mm-hmm. it's like, you know, while you have Steph, while you have clay, while you have Draymond go for those titles. And then all of a sudden, if they break down or retire, uh, and then you're stuck with like some kind of mismatching pieces, which hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, then that's when uh, like the the fire sale happens, yep. right? Yep. So you know, uh, while you have these guys now, you can chase the titles. I mean, obviously they are, but uh, as opposed to like you know trying to you know play it play it safe or whatever. But you know, uh, bottom line is like for me, uh, this just doesn't change anything. This just kind of like highlights <laughs> the elephant in the room uh, more so than uh, we all kind of probably wanted. And then for the yeah. rest of the, the basketball watching world, they're like, oh, didn't know that about the Warriors situation. Hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, I'm, I'm not too concerned. Knock on yeah. Board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll have some clarity in the next couple of weeks to see if Poole does actually get that extension before the season starts. And I think a lot of answers will come from that, or at least yeah. a direction. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about Wiggins too, man, it's like hey, if you sign Poole, you don't have to sign Wiggins yet. You will see if Moody and Kaminga can can step up, but that's for uh a whole nother conversation. Um, all right, man. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on for, uh, for yeah. this one. Yeah. Emergency pod. No. Emergency. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That is always super duper helpful. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.